Daf is Baruch Hashem. Not, not, not too bad, not too bad. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Done with the riddles. I, 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 I had no option. What am I gonna do? My, oh, you, you went to a be and share on that. Okay, good yeah. luck with that. Good luck but, with that. But he sent uh, yesterday. We had this whole thing. I, I'll show it to you afterwards. Yeah, uh, my brain doesn't work. No, they had the whole breakdown with all the words. Yeah, phenomenal. Um, so, just to pick it up from where we left off yesterday. So, um, the, 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 we're uh, um, yeah, Amarava, three lines into the page on Tzav Dichesim and Aleph. Now, um, the, the the Gemara had said yesterday that if you have twins, right? If you have twins that are that are converts, so obviously not related. They don't have a mother, they don't have a father, halachically, once they convert. But it's clear from the Gemara yesterday that if you have twins that they're conceived with a father who's a guy, but then the mother converted when they were in utero. So the, what we said yesterday is because they were given birth as Jews, as twin brothers, they're maternally brothers. But there's no yibum. Why? Because they're not paternally brothers. Because the father's a guy. As we said yesterday. So the Gemara wants to comment on that, that you could look at it two ways. I mean, again, you have, you have a, 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 a baby boy that, okay, a woman, a woman's a guy, she's pregnant. She goes in the mikvah. She has Reuven. He's a Jew. A year later, she, she has another son, Shimon. Same father, same everything. They are maternal brothers, not paternal brothers. Why? Because the, the first one was conceived by a guy. Even if that guy later converted, he was conceived by a guy. They're maternal brothers. If they marry each other's wives maternally, they're chayv misa. But they're not paternally brothers. No yibam, because yibam was only by paternal. They're not paternal brothers. So you could look at it as, maybe the reason why there's no paternal brothers is, the Gemara is going to say, is because we don't know who the father is. Right? She, had the, she, had, she was conceived by a guy. Ah, it could be anybody. I, she says it's her husband. Ah, you never know. But that's obviously not the reason, because when you have twin brothers who are obviously from the same zera of the same man, they're still not paternally brothers. The answer is, as the Gemara is going to point out, HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not recognize Goyim when it comes to paternal, when it comes to relation to Jews. They're a different breed. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't recognize them. That, that, that's the answer. So the Gemara says like there, Amar Rava, this concept that when you have people that have a non-Jewish father, but Jewish, the same mother. They're not paternally brothers. Even if they have the same non-Jewish father, they're not paternal brothers. Don't say, yeah, it's because we don't trust that it's the same father. Meaning, if we know who the father is, like DNA tests, they, they are paternal brothers. But we don't know. That's not the pshat. Why? It's clear from yesterday's Gemara that even if we, we know who the father is, we still don't recognize them as paternal brothers. Why? We're dealing with twins. Twins means there's one zera that creates twins. So they're obviously the same, they're identical twins, mamish. So they have the same mom, same father. But still, the Torah doesn't recognize them as paternal brothers. Why? Meaning, when a guy gives birth to a Jew, they are not related. They're not, they're, there's no connection. Their flesh is the flesh of donkeys. Meaning, it's not recognized. They, they created them, but they're not their father. Um, by the way, the, the reason why that has to be is because a, a Jew and a guy cannot, they're not, they're not, 
A Jew doesn't come from a guy. It's not possible. They're different. They're different legamri. Listen, there's a famous Chassam Seifer, which always ruffles doctors the wrong way. The Chassam Seifer used to say that the guy's body and the Jew's body are so different that he doesn't know how you could rely on testing for Goyim to apply the medical testing to Jews. Chassam Seifer used to say, like, the fact that something like is, oh, it's going to heal you. How do you know? Because they did medical testing on who? On Goyim? Chassam Seifer used to say, how do you know it's going to work on Jews? Now, every time you say that in front of doctors, they're going to be like, ah, oh, there's no medical. Chassam Seifer said that they're different bodies. They're different bodies, spiritually different bodies. Uh, anyway. Now, okay, from here until basically the end of the, to the next Mishnah, the Gemara is going to have the same Kasha, same Raya, and the same Tarras. Just, just different flows, but it's the same thing. We had yesterday a Shaila. You have two brothers that convert, not in utero, two brothers that are 10 years old, 20 years old, they convert. They're not related, yeah? They can marry, we said yesterday, could they marry each other's wives? Some said yes, some said not. Again, the reason to say yes is because they're not related. But we said yesterday there's a shita that holds they're not allowed to marry their maternal brother's wives. Yeah? Meaning if they're maternally brothers, they can't marry each other's wives. So if you have Reuben and Shimon that are maternal brothers and they both convert, so they're not halachically related, if Reuben dies, Shimon cannot take his wife. Why? According to one opinion. Why? Because we said yesterday. Because people know that they're brothers. And they're going to say, well, they're Jews... And they're brothers, so I guess I could do it also. It's like a Maris Ayan type of thing. If they're paternal brothers, people will say they probably don't share the same father. But if they're maternal brothers, then people are going to... It's not a bad, it's a bad optic. So we had a Shaila yesterday. Could you marry the maternal brother's wife if you're both converts? That was the right. This Gemara is going to bring a Raya, and it's going to have a rejection of that Raya, and it's going to repeat itself about five or six times. So the Gemara said, let's, let's go through the first one. <laughs> That's very sweet. Tashima. The story goes with Neftayim Hager. He married his maternal brother's wife. By the way, pause right there. He did it. So you see it's Mutter. And we'll see the whole Maisa. But oh. As a, that's the raya. And the Chacham said, when they asked the Chacham if it was allowed, there's no marriage to Gerim. Now, that's, that doesn't sound so right. No marriage to Gerim kind of sounds like if a Ger is a Kaddish woman, it doesn't take effect. The Gemara says, There's no marriage to Gerim. That, that, that can't mean... Yeah, please explain yourself. That, that can't mean what you think it means. There's no Isser of marrying your, wife, your brother's, sister, brother's wife if you're converts. Oh, so this is Mamish our discussion. You have two brothers, both converted... Married women, and they were able to marry each other's wives in the maternal brothers. My love, is this not mamish referring to our discussion, which is that that you have two brothers who converted, married women, and they married each other's wives. You see, it's mutter. It's mamish araya to what we had yesterday to one of the opinions. So the Gemara says, no. That, by the way, that's the raya. We're going to have this five or six times. And the answer is always the same. No, the case is not what you thought. We, we, we were looking for a riot in the following scenario. You have two brothers who convert. After Jewish, they marry women. One of them dies. Can the other one marry each other? That's what we're looking for. That's what you thought this was. The answer is no. This is a different case. This is you have two brothers who are Goyim, marry wives, and then convert, and then didn't marry those women. But they also converted. Meaning, but they didn't stay together. 
they were never married as Jews. They were married as Goyim. So the, the Gemara is saying they could marry, you could marry your brother's ex-wife when he was a guy. You understand? Meaning this woman was never married to him as a Jew. Meaning if she was married to him as a Jew, you're not allowed to. What's the case? She's not a convert. Meaning she, she was an ex-wife to your brother when everyone was Goyim. So you have two guys, two girls, all Goyim, married. They convert. They convert. And then he decides... They don't stay, and they don't remarry as Jews. Some they, they, they were married as Goyim. They were married as Goyim, and then they convert. So you're allowed to marry her. So basically, what the, what's the Gemara's chiddush? The Gemara's chiddush is you're allowed to marry a convert who was married to your brother when you were all Goyim. Let me ask you a question: Is that a chiddush? No. No. Like why, why? Why wouldn't I be allowed to? Like I should recognize a marriage that took place. I mean, the grace of Chiddush is, of this b'raisa, is you're allowed to marry your brother's ex-wife when they were all Goyim. Like, no, nothing happened when they were Jews. He married her as a guy. They both converted. Didn't get back together. And then you want to marry her. That's fine. That's the Chiddush of the b'raisa. So the Gemara says, What's the Chiddush? The answer is, You might think that, according to, this is entertaining the notion that you're not allowed to marry them after they convert. So you might think that because it's a problem after they convert, we should asser if they were married ever, meaning we're going based on the tzad, based on the possibility that if you have two brothers who married women after they convert, that you're not allowed to marry them. So you might think that because because they will be Aser when they're Jewish, we should Aser it if they were married as Goyim also. Kamash Malon. So you might think that we should Aser it. Meaning, so the Chiddush of the Gemara, again, this is, by the way, this is Mamash saying back and forth every time. We're trying to, just the very beginning, so we're trying to bring a Raya, that if you have two brothers who married, who converted and then married women, uh, and then one of them dies, can you marry the maternal, uh, maternal your, brother's mater- your maternal brother's wife, ex-wife? So we're saying, we thought, it's a machlekes. So this is, a Gemara sounds like it's Mojah. The Gemara says, no, no, no. The case is not where they were married as Jews. They were actually just married as Goyim, and then they converted, but they were never together as Jews. So the Gemara says, what's the Chiddush? The answer is, you might think that we should answer that. Gezerah, you might come to marry them when they were married as Jews. Come on, no. You understand? I mean, you might think we should make a Gezerah, that if we don't allow them to marry your brother's ex-wife when they're Jews, that we should answer if they were married as Goyim. Come on, no. There's no reason to make a Gezerah. And this is going to repeat itself. The same raya that we think we're talking about when they were brothers' ex-wife as Jews. The answer is no; they were brothers' ex-wife as a guy. As the Gemara says, Tashima, Damer ben Yasin kishalachti lekarchayam. Ben Yasin said, "When I went to Karchayam, mitzasi gerechot shenasi ishes achiv meimai." I met a convert who married his brothers, uh, his maternal brother's ex-wife. Oh, so Amarti loy bini mihir shecha. So I said to him, who, who said that's allowed? So Amarli hareisha v'shiva banim al saf silzeh, hareisha v'shiva baneha. He says you should know in this town there's a convert. There's a woman who is a convert, and she has seven sons, and they all married each other's wives. Meaning, so okay, that doesn't make it mutter. That's just like I'm not the only one who did this. But he said al saf silzeh yashiv ravakiva. And Rav Akiva sat here v'omar shnei dvarim. Rav Akiva sat on this bench and said the following two things. He said that it's mutter. A convert is allowed to marry his his maternal brother's wife. 
First of all, so you have Rav Akiva who said it. And then he said a second thing, which is, He said a second thing, which is completely unrelated, that the Pasuk says that after Yoyna was kicked out, of, uh, spit out of the, 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 the whale's uh, body, it said Hashem said a second thing to Yoyna about Ninveh, and Rav Akiva has a, a Messiah. That was the second time he spoke to him, but there was no third time. I did not speak to him a third time. Now, the Gemara is going to address it. I, I mean, the, the obvious kasha, I think, is that didn't he speak to him with the kikayin? The kikayin was later. So I think Arachlaner says maybe perhaps it took place on the same day. I don't know. It's a good shot. But I don't know. But that, that was the Messiah of Akiva said. You can look into it on our own time. So the Gemara says, oh, so you see, the Rav Akiva says, it's mutter. Ketani miyas, gernoi seishasachamiyimai. So the, you see that Rav Akiva said a, a, a convert is allowed to marry his maternal brother's ex-wife. Oh, so you see his mother. So the answer is... We had it yesterday that there was one opinion that Asr marrying oh, okay. a maternal brother's wife because people... It's a bad... The Gemara says, My love, Dinasu Asher Guger. This is not referring to what we're discussing, which is two converts who marry women as Jews and then one wants to marry the ex-wife. No, the cases where they were actually married as Goyim. So when it says you're allowed to marry your brother's, your maternal brother's ex-wife, it's not when they're Jewish. They were married as Goyim. So the Gemara says, Oh, what's the Chiddush? Of course, why, would I, why, why should I think I should recognize the marriage of a guy? The answer is, you might think that we should ask her marrying his ex-wife as a, when she was a guy, you might come to marry your ex-wife as a Jew. You should think that maybe, maybe Chazal asked her, uh, your brother's ex-wife always, even if they were ex-wife as Goyim. Kamashwala, no. Kamashwala, they didn't. Umimahim, now, the Gemara just is aside. If you actually look... You might think... The Chazal would ask her marrying your brother's ex-wife even if they were just married as Goyim. Gezeira, if we allow that, then people will marry as Jews. The, the Gemara just has a, a side point, which is, if you think about this story, Ben Yasin goes to a town, he sees a convert who's married his maternal brother's ex-wife, whatever, is a guy, a Jew, whatever the case is. So Ben Yasin says to the convert, who said that's allowed? He said, um, in this town, there's, the same thing happened, Rebbe Kiva said it's mother. Oh, okay, Do you believe the guy who did it? If I, if I ever go to you and you're doing something that I think is not allowed, and I said, who said that's allowed? You're like, oh, no, Rabbi Oben told me it's allowed. Well, why do I believe you? You're, you're, the, you're very, not impartial. You have, we're not going to believe you to say that it's mutter after the fact. It's one thing if before the Misa happened, before you do that act, you, you say, hey, Rabbi Oben said it's mutter, so I'm going to do it. This is, it's after the fact. I ask you why you let it do it. You said, oh, that Rav said it's mutter. Well, that's very convenient that you're telling me after the fact that that Rav said it's mutter. No third party, you know, clarifying that it's true. All of a sudden, you're, you're, it, that, that, that's, that, that's a pretty convenient thing. You, you, you're not Nemon. The Gemara says, and is this person believed? You can't say after the fact. After you did it, then you say, oh yeah, Ruchan Kinesi said it's mutter. And that's, that's too late. Uh, the not believes. So why in this case do we believe the guy? Three answers. First of all, it could be that it was known in that town that he had already been quoting Rav Akiva before he married his wife. Meaning, we're assuming that he married his wife, and then he found out, then he started quoting Rav Akiva that it's mutter. No, it could be he was always saying it's mutter before the Maisel. 
A second answer could be is that he was corroborating a story by saying that there's a woman who also did this. So because she'll back up the story, we don't believe two people are going to lie. Or a second, a third answer, which is because he quoted Rav Akiva saying two things, right? He said, he didn't just say that Rav Akiva said what I did is mutter. He said Rav Akiva said what I did is mutter and the Ninveh thing. Yoyna. So because of, he's quoting Rav Akiva in two things and we're able to prove that the Yona thing is accurate, then we believe him on the other statement as well. So now very quickly we'll talk about the Yona thing. So he said that Rav Akiva said that Hashem did not speak to Yona anymore a third time as a punishment for him running away. He got two nevuas and that's it. So the Gemara says, Voksiv, but doesn't the Pasuk say, The Pasuk is talking about, I think Yehoiram, um, this is talking about, uh, yeah, um, this is talking about Yehoiram, oh, Yehoiram ben Yoyash, I'm sorry. He's talking about Yeravim ben Yoyosh that he heishev is gvul Yisrael malavei Hamas et Yom Hashem that he turned the Jews back to the ways of Hashem. Asher diber biyad avda Yoyna ben Amiti Hanavi that was said uh, uh, the, the word of God that was said over to Yona. The Gemara understands the simple pshat of this pasuk is that Yona had a new prophecy during the times of Yeravim ben Yoyosh. So you see that he did have another prophecy. So the Gemara answers two answers. Am Ravina aliske ninve kama. When when Rabbi Kiva said that Yona would not have another prophecy, he meant Dafka on Iske Ninve. Meaning Dafka Ninve that was done, but other Nevuas he wasn't he wasn't completely f- like frozen out from Nevua forever. Or another answer: Another answer is you don't you could read the pasuk the way we read it before, which is that. Yeravim ben Yoyosh, during his time, there was a tshuva movement, like the words of, of Yonah, meaning that Hashem told Yonah to bring people back. But that's not the way to read the Pasuk. The real way to read the Pasuk is, during that time, there was a tshuva movement, just like there was a tshuva movement in Ninveh, through the word of Yonah. But Yonah was actually not spoken to again. Okay, it's the second possibility. Okay. Tashima. Again, we're going with these rayas. Again, if you remember from yesterday, converts are not related to each other. So everything should be mutter. However, um, maternal brothers, maternally, uh, maternal brothers, we said yesterday that if you have, um, we're more machmer on the maternal side because of Marisayan. And we said yesterday that when you have brothers who are, um, the second one was born a Jew, the first one was conceived as a guy born as a Jew, they're maternally brothers, halachically, but not paternally brothers, because we don't recognize the father as a guy. So the Gemara says, Tashima, you have this, this, this convert, who was conceived as a guy but born as a Jew, so the halacha is, so the halacha is, we're going to be machmer with his maternal relatives. Well, let me explain like this. You have a woman who converts while pregnant. She has a boy, names him Reuven. A year later, she's a full Jew now, she has a brother. She has another boy named Shimon. Reuven and Shimon are maternal brothers. Deiraisa maternal brothers. They're not paternal brothers, but they're Deiraisa maternal brothers. Because of that, any time a convert is converted when, he, when his mom's pregnant, any time he has this situation, we're going to be machmer with his relatives, our maternal relatives. Meaning, 
that same boy, it's very simple. You have a woman who, who converts when she's pregnant. She has a baby named Reuven. What are his siblings to him? So the siblings that she had before conversion, full Goyim, they're not related at all. The siblings that she has afters are Deiraisa, maternal brothers. So because of this, we're going to treat all his siblings, his both full Jews, full non-Jews, we're going to be machmer on the full non-Jews maternally. Because... Because he will have maternal brothers. We're gonna, so therefore, can that boy marry his sister from before conversion or, or his aunt from before conversion? I'm not talking the post-conversion. Post-conversion, they're all Jews. I'm talking pre-conversion. So the halacha is, if they're maternally related, no. If they're paternally, it's fine. Because there's no reason to, to, to be geyser, so to speak. That's this b'raisa. You have a convert who converts when his mom's pregnant. We're going to treat his family members that are maternally related to him. Now we're going to go through all of this. But, but paternal doesn't mean anything because he's never going to have paternal siblings for, ever again because his father's a guy. So he doesn't, he'll never have paternal siblings, but have maternal siblings. If he marries his maternal sister, now she's a guy, meaning this is his older maternal sister. So they're not even related. Okay, this is before conversion. He has to divorce her. Because again, it's it's too close. Minav, if he marries his paternal sister, Yikayim, he can stay with her. Now, by the way, the Gemara is going to explain in a few lines. This is Bidiyavid. Obviously, we don't want this. This is not a good thing. Uh, optically, it does not look good that the Jews would allow such a thing because Christianity doesn't allow for such a thing. But Bidiyavid, it's, it's, it's fine. You could stay together. Achois ha'av min ha'em. Achois ha'av min ha'em. Now this, I, I I just want to make sure I have to get. I want to make sure that I don't mispronounce anything. Um, it, it's the maternal sister of your father. So it's your father's maternal sister. So it's 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 your aunt. It's your aunt. So because although it's the father, but it's the maternal sister. So Chazal by maternal. Your Shani is your maternal sister. It's my father's maternal sister. You're my father, but your sister, you and her, have the same mom. You happen to have the same father also, but, but Louis, so you didn't. So, so that's my aunt. So it's through my father, but because it's maternal, Chazal, uh, they don't, they don't, they don't comfortable. So that's, I'm sorry, you have to divorce her. Go to the next page. Mina'av yikayim. Your maternal, your paternal father's paternal sister, so Lu Yitzur, in that case, if you and Shani only had the same father, not the same mother. So in that case, Lu Yitzur is such a Matthias, I'd be allowed to marry that person because there's no maternal element to it. And again, a convert who converts in utero does not have a father halachically. So he'll never, there's no reason to answer it because he'll never have a paternal element. Next page. Um, your maternal, your mom's maternal aunt, maternal sister, so it's your maternal aunt, Yaitzi, again, I have divorce. Mina'av, oh, so here is your, your, this is the case, this is the Shaila. The Shaila is a paternal sister of your, of your mother. So your mother's paternal sister. Okay. Um, so it's, it's, it's your aunt, it's your mom's paternal sister. So that, the question is, do we say that it's paternal? Or do we say that it's your mom? So that, that's the machloikas. 
The Gemara says, Remeir says you have to divorce because it's your mom's paternal sister, but it's your mom, so it has a maternal element. Okay, but but so that's a machlekes. Oh, boom! That's by the way the whole raya of why you have this entire bracha. You're allowed to marry your eishes achiv meimoy. You're allowed to marry your your brother's your maternal brother's wife. Boom! That's that's what we're looking for. And again, the gemara is going to reject it, that it's a case where they were not married as Jews; they were married as goyim. You could you could already see how this goes. aviv and your brother, your father's brother's wife, you're allowed to marry. The Sharkal Arayas Mutarisloi and all other Ervis are Mutar, Lasu Eshaav, including your stepmother. Okay, fine. One more and finish the Braisa. Nasa Ishobita. Let's say as a guy, you were married to a mother and a daughter. Obviously that, Yeah. I mean a guy, whatever. The, the, the tribes person, whatever. So now they all converted. So now the question is, can you marry both of them? Now they're technically not related to each other. Mm-hmm. But the Allah is no. You got to choose one. We, we won't optically. We won't allow you to continue with that. Then it says So it says, and again, the Gemara thinks that this is referring to this case. This case is again where you were married to two goyim, a mom and a daughter. Then they all convert. You have to choose one. Then the Brisa says and you shouldn't marry the second. Uh, by the way, if you tell me I have to divorce one, I definitely can't marry one. So what does it mean? Like, like you, you, you have to reject one of them. And don't take the second. You told me to reject her. Of course I can't marry her. So this Lashon we have to figure out. If uh, your wife dies, uh, your mother to her mother-in-law. Because again, it's it's not, you weren't related to them. They're all through conversion anyway. Um, one second. Yeah. Um, yeah. One second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, over here, I just article points out regarding whether this permit is limited to a case where he was married to the daughter before they converted, meaning you and your wife converted, and so did your mother-in-law. When your wife dies, you can marry the mother-in-law. The question is, is this only when you were married before the conversion, married after the conversion? The kids are a Misa, they didn't create the Isser of a mother-in-law by a convert. Okay, fine. Ketani is at the end of the day, what do you see from this? You see, you're allowed to marry your maternal brother's wife, which is what we're looking for. My love, Kishu, my love, is not referring to what we're talking about, which is two brothers convert, they get married, so he married her as a Jew, then he dies, so you're allowed to marry her, so that's, you see, Araya, that you're allowed to marry your maternal brother's ex-wife by converts. The answer is like, no, the case is where they were married as Goyim, they were never married as Jews, but maybe if they were married as Jews, it would be a problem. The case is they were married as Goyim, so you're allowed to marry your brother's ex-wife when they were married as a guy. So the Gemara says, my lamemra, if that's the case, and that posture with the Chedish, you might think that we should answer it. Gezeira to a Jew, Okay, let's let's move a little bit. The Allah is that if you marry, if you marry a mom and a daughter as a guy and then convert, you have to choose one. You're not allowed to marry the second. But then he says, and he says, you shouldn't marry the second one. I mean, if I have to divorce one, of course I'm not supposed to marry her. So the Gemara says, um, 
If, if I have to divorce, of course I'm not supposed to take it. The answer is, When it says, it's not talking about a mom and a daughter. That's going back on all the original cases where it said, you're allowed to marry your paternal aunt, you're allowed to marry your paternal sister. All those categories, that's mutter, it's not l'chachila. That's the point. So if you redo that entire bride, so when it says all the women you're allowed to marry, it's not l'chachila. Okay. There's a machloikas whether you're ma- allowed to marry your mother-in-law if they're both converts. Some say mutter, some say aser. What's the shayla? So the Gemara says, You know what the answer is? If you remember, stomach case, between Jews. A Jew loses his wife. Can he marry his mother-in-law after the wife's death? So if you remember, it's definitely not allowed. That's in the Shaila. But it's Machlegis Rav Akiv Rav after the wife's death, whether it's Chayev Misa. Rav says it's still Chayev Misa. Rav Akiv says, no, it's just a lav. That Machlegis will dictate whether a convert is allowed to marry his mother-in-law after his wife's death. If you hold that a Jew after the wife's death is Chayev Misa, then Chazal did not allow a convert to marry his mother-in-law after his wife's death. If you believe that it's just a love, so Chazal didn't dictate that iser. So that the severity by a Jew would dictate whether they ostered by a by a convert. Okay, next Mishnah. The next Mishnah, it's not complicated. You just have to hold cup a little bit, a little yavamis. I'll tell you. Okay, let, let's read it and then I'll tell you what's going on. Mishnah says like this: Chamesh Noshim Shinis Arvu Okay. It doesn't have to be five, but the Mishnah pick five just out of the hat. You have five women, all give birth on the same day in the same hospital to the same to boys, and they all get mixed up. So you have, so you have these five boys that we don't know who the mom is, but they're all chevra together. They're all chevra together. They all also have actual brothers. Meaning, the women gave birth to one son that they know is their son. And then you have the second son that's a question mark because they're all five, all got mixed up. So each, a woman gives birth to a son that might have gotten mixed up, but she got a baby at the hospital. She doesn't know. Then years later, she had a second son for sure. She, she watched that one. She put a tag on him. She, she watched. So each one has a son that's for sure theirs. And then each, so each mom has a son that's a check and then son that's a question mark. The sons that have question marks all got married and then all died in a freak accident. All at once. So you have these five widows. So you have these five widows. And the question is like this. Who, who, how could anyone do Yibam? You don't know if that's your actual brother. Right? You, you, each, each brother... It's all a Suffolk brother. It's all a Suffolk brother. I mean, all these five men might be siblings to what they think their siblings are. They may not be. So you have these five widows who we don't know who they could do Yibam to. So, by the way, you could just have everyone do chalitza and avoid the problem. But the Mishnah wants to get a little more like, that, that's, that's too easy. That's, that's, that's the easy part. We want to be able to have someone do yibum. So here's how you do it. You have these five brothers. No one can do yibum right away because you have five widows, five brothers. It should be easy. It should be each one takes the brother's wife. The problem is they don't know if that's their brother. So what you do is, each widow, widow number one, four do chalitza. A, B, C, D, it does chalitza. Then the fifth one could do yibam. Why? Memanavshach. 
if he's the actual if he's the actual brother-in-law, he's doing yibum. If he's not, and it's one of the other four, they've already done chalitza. So as long as the first four do chalitza, right. then the fifth does yibum, it's fine. So it's either marriage or it's yibum. Exactly. And you do that on a cycle wait, wait, so wait, that... Hold on, but if you do that, it's possible that you're doing the karas here. No, it's not. No, it's not. If you're not a brother... If I'm not a brother, she's not related to me. There's only one wife here. Either, either this woman is... The choices are she's either my sister-in-law or she's a rando lady who's a Yavama to someone else. Right. But once they did Chalitza to her, she's free. So oh, the choice is yeah. once the other... I mean, the issue of why can't just each one just pick a wife and marry her? You got five guys, you got five widows, just pick one. The answer is because they may not be actually doing Yibam, and then it's a Yavama Lushuk. You're marrying a woman who's supposed to be doing Yibam. It's a lav. So the answer is like this. Let each widow do Chalitza to all four first. Then the fifth one takes her. And then Mamad of Shach, she's either, she's either, exactly, she's either his sister-in-law and he's doing Yibam, or she was actually related to one of the other four, but they did Chalitza already, so she's free. And you're just marrying a woman. And if you do that on a cycle, each one can do Yibam. So the first one, he goes first. So A has all four do Chalitza, then he marries one. Then they go widow number two. Then all four do Chalitza, and then B marries her. And then widow number C. And you could do it that each one... you. Correct. You're going to have four will do chalitza and one will do yibam. You'll just rotate which one is doing yibam. No, meaning. No, 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 no. There's five questionable women, five questionable brothers. So, widow number one will marry, will end up doing yibam to Mr. A. Widow number two will end up doing yibam to Mr. B. Widow number three will end up doing yibam to Mr. C. Why not? Because she takes Chalitza first. From the she other does Chalitza to the other four first. To a different man. The guy is not doing Chalitza and Yibam. You're doing Chalitza, you're doing Chalitza, you're doing Chalitza. She's done Chalitza to everyone. Then I will do Yibam now. Because at that point, there's two choices. She's either my sister-in-law, in which case I'm doing a mitzvah, or she was never my sister-in-law, she was one of yours, but you did chalitza to her, so she's free, she's single. She's either my sister-in-law or she's single, that's the point. As long as chalitza is done first by everyone else, before the yibam goes in, it's at that point, she's either a sister-in-law and you're doing a mitzvah, or she's single. This is all random, though. What do you mean? I mean, we, we, we don't know uh, really who's, who's who. Correct. That's but, why we're hedging our bets. Uh... As long as the chalitzas are done first by everyone else, by the time it gets to you, you have two choices in front of you. She's either your sister-in-law because all those guys are not related and they just wasted their time, in which case you're doing the mitzvah, or you're the rando and it's one of those right. who is actually, but they did chalitza. Right. Now, by the way, the way it actually could be, if you want to make it a little more complicated, you actually can do it where you don't have to rotate the men. One guy could actually do even to all five. Right, you could just have one guy right? do all You them. could just have that, you're the even guy, and then we'll all do chalitza, even. We'll all do chalitza, even. We'll all do chalitza, even. And, and you'll marry five women. One will be a yibam, and four will just be single. The reason why we don't do that is because the way of, of rotating, you have more of a percentage of someone doing the mitzvah. Okay. Meaning because if one person marries all five, then he at most is doing the mitzvah once. Right. But here, if you rotate, there's a... You you're playing, you're, 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 you're up in your, your luck. The Mishnah says like this. 
Arba Cholzin Lachas, Vechem Yabin Oso. Who Shloshes Cholzin Lechod, Vechem Yabin Mitsu. Arba Cholzis, Vibin Cholacha Vechas. The Mishra speaks it out. Now the Gemara speaks it out. Dafka Michlitz Vahadi Yavumi, Avivumi Loi. This whole system only works if you do chalitza first, then yibum. Meaning, you have five guys, and I tell you, like I'm the rabbi, and I say, hey, I need four chalitzas, I need one yibum. And you don't know the halachas, you're like, okay, I'm going to do yibum first, then you guys do chalitza? No, 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 because then, when you do yibum first, there's a chance she's not related to you, and she's actually related to him or to him, and you're marrying a yibum al-shuk. You need chalitza first, then yibum. Now, the Gemara says, um, now, I'll read a few more lines and I'll explain. The Gemara just speaks out the last thing that I said, which is, why can't one person just do Yibam to all five? The answer is, he could. But if you have each one doing Yibam to a different woman, there's more of a percentage chance of, one, of, of doing the mitzvah. Last case, now this case, I, 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 it's too complicated for me inside. You have an art scroll, they have pictures. I'll just tell you what the result is. It's too complicated for me to, for me, you see, art scroll has this entire picture. It's, it's too complicated for me. The kids are Misa. What if instead of all five, right, the classic case that we've gotten so comfortable with, which is five boys that are mixed up. Be like, okay, five boys mixed up, five boys not mixed up, but they're, pater- they're, all, they're all potentially either strangers or paternal brothers. What if the choice is, they're either strangers or paternal, or some are maternal brothers. I, I, it, it's complicated about how this could be, but what if a couple of them are only maternal? The problem is maternal brothers don't do even. So you can't have it where the whole system worked by five brothers for Duchalitza, then the last one comes in and he's like, listen, either she's my sister-in-law, I'll do Yibam, or she's not related to me and she's single and I'm marrying her. If, I, if, the, if, the, if there's a chance that you're a maternal brother and not a paternal brother, there is no yivam. So you can never do that because it doesn't work. It only works based on the notion that you're either marrying her or doing yivam. If you're a maternal brother, you're not doing yivam ever. So if you're a maternal brother, you always do chalitza. So Gemara speaks it out. My comer, what's the case? If there's a doubt where either I'm paternal or maternal, then then the maternal brothers always have to do chalitza. Meaning, if I'm if I'm if I, I mix up about this boy and listen, I'm, I don't know. This guy might be my brother, might not be my brother, but if he's my brother, it's maternal at most, based on the mix up of the hospital. I know that we have the same, we potentially have the same mom. We do not have the same dad. So then I can't do Yibam. Because at most, if I'm related, I'm maternal. Okay. One last case, and this is pretty posh. What if I want to do the system, but three of them are Kehanim? Right? The halacha is, right? My father said this. We were talking about before. There's five of them, yeah? Oh. Four of them do chalitza, then the, first, the, the last one marries her. He's either doing one of two things. He's either doing gibum, or he's marrying a single girl. She's, she's, a, she's a chalutza. Oh. If I'm a kayan, I can't take that bet because it's 50-50 chance. I'm either doing gibum, or I'm marrying a woman I'm not allowed to marry because she's a chalutza. So if the brothers are kehanim, they just do chalitza. And this system doesn't work. And similarly, if they're maternal brothers, they just do chalitza. That's the last point of the Gemara. I will stop here.